The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, now, Sir Patrick Vallance, the UK former chief scientific advisor, was giving evidence about his diary entries during uh, the COVID inquiry. Uh, let's have a listen to the, the line of questioning and uh, some responses. You say, late afternoon meeting with the PM on schools. My God, this is complicated. Models will not provide the answer. PM is clearly bamboozled. Well, I, I think I'm right in saying that the Prime Minister at the time gave up science when he was 15. And I think he'd be the first to admit it wasn't his forte and that he did struggle with some of the concepts and we did need to repeat them often. I would also say that a meeting that sticks in my mind was with fellow science advisors from across Europe when one of them, and I won't say which country, declared that the leader of that country had enormous problems with exponential curves and the entire phone call burst into laughter because it was true in every country. So I do not think that there was necessarily a unique inability to grasp some of these concepts with the Prime Minister at the time, but it was hard work sometimes to try and make sure that he had understood what a particular graph or piece of data was saying. And I'd learned from a number of uh, meetings, including around climate, where there were certain things that would catch his eye and would work for him and other things that wouldn't work for him. So there were ways of presenting the data that allowed him to get better access than others. Now, that's extraordinary stuff, uh, trying to teach baby science to Boris Johnson and then more stuff about uh, Rishi Sunak and allowing people simply to die. It's extraordinary, uh, the revelations that are coming out, and perhaps, uh, you know, because Johnson is gone, not quite off the scene, but it, the, all of this is possible. Uh, we're joined now by Enda Brady, TRT World uh, presenter. Enda, good morning. Good morning, Pat. Good to speak to you again. Now, it is extraordinary. We always knew that uh, Johnson really wasn't a detail man, but even when he was given the detail, he couldn't absorb it. He couldn't understand it, full stop. And so what we're hearing today and and yesterday, this is really interesting because these are people who are not politically aligned. These are the two best scientists in the United Kingdom, Patrick Valance, Chris Whitty, who we'll hear from later on today. So a lot of what's been going on in the COVID inquiry has been mudslinging civil servants, others who were politically aligned, which camp they were in, you know, a lot of score settling. What we're hearing from Valance and what we will hear from Whitty later on today, these are guys hugely educated, big brains. They deal in fact, scientific fact. And what Valance has said is quite simply, Boris Johnson was, the word he used was bamboozled. I think, you know, a lot of people, his critics at the time said he was the wrong man in the wrong job at the wrong time. He couldn't even do basic mathematics. Um, and Nigel Farage, strangely enough, as even though he's an ally on the Brexit issue with uh, Boris Johnson, uh, kind of confirmed that on the jungle last night, that uh, really Johnson was a mess. Yes, look, I've known him 25 years and it never gets any better. And I think a major problem here with the education system in this country is they don't do mathematics to leaving cert level. They, they bin it off. Only really super smart kids will do A-level mathematics here whereas everyone else stops doing it at 15, 16. So you're trying to have scientific data understood by a man who had not done science past the age of 15, had not done mathematics past the age of 15, and they're showing him graphs and charts 
and it, it, it was just completely out of his depth. Yeah. So when they talk about an exponential curve and the, the, how quickly uh, the numbers double when they ra- rise exponentially, he simply didn't get it. Yes. And, you know, what Valance was doing each time with these charts and Whitty as well, who we'll hear from later on, he's giving his evidence today, was just showing that, you know, if you don't do this now, this many people will be, will be infected by Monday and the following Monday it will be even more. And and Johnson just couldn't get his head around the, the basics of exponential growth. Now, what about Rishi Sunak? Uh, because he now has been fingered uh, for the uh, eat out to help out scheme where, you know, people were encouraged to go out and spend their money and, of course, infect each other. But uh, the scientific lads would have understood that, but they weren't consulted. No, they weren't. They were completely kept out of it and with good reason because anyone with any understanding of what the virus was doing, you know, people privately were telling me they were calling the scheme Eat Out to help spread the virus. And Sunak, of course, wanted this as his baby project to get the economy rolling again. He wanted to be seen as a very kind of clever fiscal guy who understood economics and was helping small business at the time. And it did, you know, it did give a little shot in the arm, but at huge cost because it was all bankrolled by the taxpayer. But Sunak does not come out with this in any good way whatsoever. And of course, there was a quote attributed to him yesterday by Valance saying that, you know, when he was told people were going to die, Sunak said, let them die. And Johnson chimed in apparently with, you know, the elderly had had a good innings. That was his contribution. (laughs) It is. It's almost daft. It's so callous and so indifferent to the reality of people's lives. And you'd imagine that Boris Johnson himself, having been in ICU, struggling for his own life, might have had more sympathy. Yeah, none whatsoever. I mean, callous is the word, really. They were making decisions and not getting them right. I mean, chaotic, chaotic decision making and all from a man who just genuinely did not understand what was going on and was massively, massively out of his depth. But you're right, you know, if you go back to the start, of it, I remember being outside that hospital um, on the morning Johnson had been rushed in and he'd spent the night in ICU hooked up to a ventilator. We didn't know whether he was alive or dead. And this was the British Prime Minister. Dominic Cummings was running the country and a statement eventually came in time for the one o'clock news. And, and we'd been out there since 5 a.m. So that was, you know, it was, it was just a shambles from start to finish. And the really shameful thing, Pat, is there's people who died who didn't need to die. Finally, and uh, what are you hearing about the date for the next election? Well, yeah, great bit of gossip for you, actually. So, um, obviously, I've been doing a lot on Cameron's return. I made a few TV shows this week on that. The whisper is April. That is what they've been told in Downing Street. Everyone else has been looking towards October, later next year. Um, Hot off the presses, what I've heard in the last 24 hours is April is when they're looking at and the very, very early days of getting the machinery in place. But, you know, regardless of when they call it, Rishi Sunak is toast. Yeah. What will happen to him, do you think? I would imagine he'll go off to California and hang out with some of his fellow billionaire crypto bros. (laughs) On that note, and Brady TRT World presenter, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.